Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back. Hope everybody had a great weekend. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy with your boy, the closer, Chris Ventry here. Obviously, we got the crew. The Shark Tank, I like to call him. Starting with my main man, Fantasy Taz. Jim Day, what is up, homie? Hey, Chris. How you doing? Happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. We've got some beautiful weather here in the northeast, uh, northeast, even if it is a little warm. In the northeast. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice start there. Hey, what's up, George? How you doing? George Kurtz, everybody. Yeah, you'll never hear me complaining about the warm weather. All right, I'll take the heat any day over the, uh, the winters we have here with the snow, rain, ice, cold. So uh, I'll deal with the warm weather. And I certainly had a better weekend than A.J. Green did. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you all the way on the weather, by the way. I would rather sweat profusely than be freezing cold. It's just me. I I mean, you know, George obviously agrees. But, you know, some people like the cold. I don't don't get it. I don't see it. Maybe that's just, just... Just two girly men. Oh, wow. All right. All right. Shots fired, Jim Day. Listen, wait. Why? You don't like the... Like, you like the cold? Like, I don't get it. You like the cold? I'm built for the cold, dude. Have you seen me? <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Very true. Jim I Day. am not built for this heat. I, well, yeah. I understand the bonus. Yeah, you, I'm sure you're sweating a lot. I mean, I sweat like crazy. So, I, you know, same thing. Same deal. Yeah, but you don't have nooks and crannies. <laughs> Let's get into the nooks and crannies <laughs> of the NFL. <laughs> Uh, we've been talking, uh, you know, team previews, uh, but Friday, you know, we talked about just fantasy draft strategy, stuff like that. We said we're going to do a uh, fantasy goon squad league, and I had a couple people email me over the weekend, said they watch, they don't watch the show live, so it's going to be hard for them to do. So I want to figure this out another way. Uh, you know, maybe I'll, I'll, you know, during the, this week, I'll figure it out and we'll get it started and I'll start putting out bids to see who wants to join the fantasy goon squad league. 12 team PPR, you know, the, you know the drill. Uh, and then... Obviously, we're still talking team previews. Uh, we went through the NFC South, North, East. We're here in the West now. Um, we're talking LA Rams because they are the NFC champs. They did win the division last year, so we're starting with them. But before we do that, before we get into the old Rams, I want to talk about a lot of things that happened over the weekend. Starting with AJ Green. George Kurtz brought it up. He had a bad weekend. Um, torn ligaments in his ankle. Uh, he... Will be out six to eight weeks, it looks like right now. That isn't six to eight weeks of the NFL season. That's six to eight weeks from now. So you're talking he might miss, what, Jim, two, maybe three weeks of the regular season? Is that what we're looking well, at? Well, see, that's, that, that's the question here is right now they're trying to decide if he needs to have surgery to fix it or not. He, he doesn't want to do the surgery. That was been the, the first thing out. But now they're maybe looking at the surgery because it, it may actually get him back on the field quicker. So that's what I guess they're trying to figure out now is, do they put him through the surgery now 
or do they just let him try and heal? And if they just let him try and heal, then we could probably be looking into week two, week three before he's back on the field. What if he does the surgery? Yeah, it, they're hoping if he does his surgery that maybe he's back for week one, but I don't think that. Maybe more likely week two. Okay, so even the, either or, worst case yeah, scenario. Yeah, you, you really don't gain a lot of time, but it'll also make the ankle a lot stronger if they do it surgically as opposed to letting it heal. Right, so like as fantasy owners, obviously, we prefer the surgery because then we're talking more stability throughout the season, and that's what we're looking for, for A.J. Green. Because uh, now, you know, people are going to be worried drafting him. Uh, where he was going was as wide receiver 12, okay, according to uh, the ADPs that me and Jim Day use. Uh, wide receiver 12, he's going in like that end of the third, early fourth round area, I guess. And now that's going to drop because he's definitely going to miss at least one, two weeks. George, uh, what do you what do you make of this? Are you do you think this is a good discount you're getting him at now? Let's say he falls to the end of the fourth, maybe fifth, maybe I mean, I spoke to Frank Stample upstairs. Shout out to the BFFs. He said he's seen him going in the sixth round a lot. Are you willing to pull the trigger on AJ Green in the sixth round if, you know, he's got this knee, I mean this ankle issue lingering all season? Well, here's the problem with AJ Green. Uh, now Cam and I discussed this yesterday before we found out that he has torn ligaments there which changes things. Yeah, I know a, a sprain is always a tear. It's just the definition of a tear. But this tear is bad. Now, even if everything goes perfectly, you know, six to eight weeks, let's say you just cut it down the middle at seven weeks. You do the math, that's right around week one, but he probably misses week one, so he's back for week two. Does anyone seriously think he's not going to miss any more time? Right. He's not going to suffer another injury at some point during the season? So that's my issue. You know, you, you, it's like, oh, he'll miss week one, then he'll play the next 15 games. You know, no. The only thing here is I think people are, not realizing that this isn't the same foot he hurt last year. If it was the same foot he hurt last year, I would think more along the lines you are. But since it's the other foot, you know, it just twisted it and just twisted ankle it. Ankle injuries obviously. don't heal. They don't. I've torn ligaments in both ankles. They do not heal. And they and any of them, when you feel great, George, it's so much George, easier. How long ago did you break break the, uh, the the ankles? How long ago did you tore, tear the ligaments? I've torn ligaments Seriously. in both ankles. I have told If you let me answer, Jim, you keep interrupting. Well, you're, you're not answering. Talk. You don't keep. You just, <laughs> I keep going out there uh, looking. Uh, then you got to say something. You got to let people talk, man, and we'll answer the questions. Here we go. I've told. No, you're not trying, trying, trying to answer again, and you're talking. Do you want the answer or no? I want the answer. <laughs> okay, right ankle I tore about 15 years ago. Left ankle I've torn twice. Once within the past five years. Once about 20 years ago. Right knee I tore about eight years ago. I know about tears, and I've done it a lot, playing hockey, football. Uh, hockey and football is where I've done it. Uh, but they don't heal. I wouldn't heal. draft you in fantasy and, football. God damn, you're an injury bug. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't draft me either. I've had more injuries than that, too. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, bottom line is, you'll feel better, but it's easier to tear them again. In football, he's always going to go up the passes. He's always going to land not necessarily on solid footing which is what happened here during the injury. Landed what Drake or Patrick pushed him a little bit, might have landed on another ankle, and that's what uh, returned here. So you're going to have a hard time convincing me that he can stay healthy for 15 games, assuming he plays week two, which is also a big assumption. Maybe he can't play to week three. Maybe he can't play to week four. Right. You know, so uh, um, there'll, be, there'll come a time where he has value, where I would take him, but I, I don't think he's a wide receiver two anymore. I have in the wide receiver three category. I mean, I would, Godwin is an easy choice for me over him. You know, I'm looking at rankings now, not my rankings, but other rankings, right? where ESPN, they moved them down, but they still have above Godwin, a 
above Lockett, above Mike Williams. I'll take any of those guys above them. And I think it's an easy choice for me. They're healthy going into week one as of right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, he uh, he's turning, he's no spring chicken. He's turning 31 in a couple of days. Uh, you know, he's he has a lot of volume under his belt. He's a guy that will get a lot of volume when he plays because he's the best player on the team. So, I mean, it's hard to trust. It's going to be a headache all season long. We'll talk about it more when we come back from break here. But I'm thinking you want to find value maybe a little bit later in the draft with him. We'll see. Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, The Close. We'll be right back. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Rain dance! Make it rain. Those of you that say, ah, it's not a real sport, not yet. While the money's real, and the attention is real, the ratings are real, and yeah, a 16-year-old comes out of nowhere and wins $3 million as a Fortnite World Cup champion, and I don't think it's ever going anywhere, Dan. I think it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger, man. Weekdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. All right. All right. Groovy. All right. With it. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy. It is Monday, July 29th. Coming to the end of July, August. You know, you got preseason coming up. 
Uh, obviously, camp started, all the new, you know, NFL's rearing to go, and we're getting heavily into it. We're almost done with the NFC here, team previews, talking Rams today to start the NFC West. But uh, to get back to what we were saying before, A.J. Green, it's tough. If you're doing fantasy drafts right now, uh, you know, obviously he's coming at a discount from what he was to start the year. So you're getting him maybe around late fifth in the sixth, somewhere there. I, to me, I still think that I don't know if I want to even touch him there. Uh, I don't want to have to deal with the headache all year long. He's turning 31. He's had injuries in the past, multiple injuries in the past, and it's becoming a problem. He has a lot of mileage. All the red flags are there, and I just think that it's going to be a problem all season long. So I don't want to take him in that spot. Even if he dropped to the seventh or eighth, like maybe I'll start thinking about it. It depends on who's on the board, but like, you know, you, do you really want to rely on a guy who, who's this banged up that just, you know, tore some ligaments in his ankle uh, as a wide receiver? you know, to be starting on your team. Because sixth round, you're drifting starters still. I just don't think I could do it, Jim. No, I get it, Chris. And there's going to be a lot of people that, that say the same thing. And I'm going to sit there and say, okay, I'll take the, uh, I'll take the value. Um, come on, give it up. I'll take it. Like, uh, you want to hold off on him? I'll take him. Look, if I can get him in the sixth round, I'll take him every day. Look, it, at that point, he's my wide receiver three, like you were talking about before. If I get him as my wide receiver three, then I'll take the chance that he misses more time. Heck, we do it all the time with, with all kinds of players, and he's a player who can give me wide receiver one upside when he's on the field if he is healthy. And look, the, the medicine has gotten so good. The way they handle it, how they treat it, has gotten so much better um, than even when George had it last, uh, which was, I think, what, two days ago, George? Um, so, yeah, you know, it's that's the problem. They, they've gotten so much better at dealing with it. So I... I Purposely, I, I'd love to see them do the surgery. I'd feel better about it with yeah. the surgery because then I know that they got it right. They got it settled. You know, even when they just let it heal on its own, sometimes it doesn't always heal the exact right way you want it to heal. And in, I'm speaking from uh, experience in that one, George. I've had a few myself. Um, so, you know, I, I just think there's so much better at it. I'm not really going to worry about it. If I can get them in the sixth round because everybody else is feeling the same way that you guys are, most of the people in the chat are. You know what? I'll take that chance as, as my wide receiver three in the sixth round. If it doesn't pan out, that's okay. My wide receiver four will step right up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, the truth is you're right. He has the wide receiver one upside. He's been a wide receiver one basically his whole career, uh, you know, when he's on the field. Sixth round, yeah. Steep drop. It's just a sketchy situation. We'll see if he does the surgery. I think it's something just to monitor as, you know, August goes along and preseason goes along because, you know, it's definitely a target that I was looking at before he got hurt, uh, you know, getting him in the late third, early fourth, I thought that was a steal before all this, but now this really concerns me. Speaking of another guy, uh, real quick before we head to the Rams, Jordan Howard supposedly dominating touches in camp right now. I just want to hear you guys' thoughts real quick. George, uh, you, you're interested in Howard at all? He's going in like the eighth, ninth round, and, so, and Miles Sanders going a little before him in like the sixth, seventh, I guess, seventh, who are you more interested here in, in, uh, in Philadelphia? Uh, well, I don't care about the coach speak here. That, oh, yeah, Howard's, oh, well, in this case, the reporter saying that Howard's gotten all the touches. It's a couple of days in, and it doesn't mean much to me. Peterson, generally in his history, has liked playing multiple backs, not just one. Uh, that's the way he likes to do it. They have multiple backs there. Hard for me to believe that anyone's going to break out. 
to answer your question, Chris, you asked who, which one would I rather have. I would probably rather have Howard a couple of rounds later. I think at the very least, he's going to be the goal line guy. And the fact that he's got more touches now, that he's playing so, he should be doing pretty well in camp, only makes me feel better about that. Uh, so I'll take Howard over Sanders. I think Sanders eventually is the better player, but right now, to answer your question, I'll take the value in Howard a couple of rounds later. Yeah, that, that's how I feel. Uh, listen, I'll, I think Howard could produce. I, I'm sure Jim feels the same way. Jim still likes Howard. We spoke about this when we covered the Eagles. Uh, I, I just think, you know, with a murky situation at running back, I'll take the cheaper one. Howard is the cheaper one right now. Obviously, everybody's on the shiny new toy, Miles Sanders, and I'm sure he'll get his, but uh, you know, I think Howard could produce, as you're getting him as a, as a backup running back on your roster, he could end up becoming a, flex, a, a very good flex play if things roll the right way for him. So He's going to be a starter. He's going to be an every week starter in that offense. Look, I, I get it. And Miles Sanders, believe me, I like Miles Sanders. He's going to be a good player, but he's a rookie. He still has a lot to learn. He, they're going to bring him along slowly. And no, I'm not worried. Like George said, I'm not worried about the coach speak talking up Howard right now because they're going to bring Sanders along slowly. No need to get him on the field, get him a lot of reps right now coming off the, the entire missed OTAs because of the hamstring pull. So they want to take it slow with him. So that doesn't bother me at all. But just the fact of the matter is, I just think Howard is better than other people seem to think he is. Um, I, I think he's a better running back for whatever reason. Him and Nagy didn't work right. They didn't. He didn't fit his, you know, what his game plan was going to be. I don't know. There was definitely some conflict there. Yeah. I think now that he's in Philadelphia behind that great O line, man, this kid's a lock for at least a thousand yards and ten touchdowns to me. And to me, that's a starter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he gets those touches, I agree. I just hope he gets those touches because uh, he does deserve another shot to be a early down workhorse because. His first two seasons, he rushed for 1,300 yards his rookie year, 11.22 his second year, averaged 5.2 and 4.1 respectively. Last year, he had a bit of a down year. Maybe he didn't work with the system with Chicago. He is a type of running back where, you know, you want, obviously, the system, the offensive line. You want things to be on the positive side because he's not going to catch a ton of passes. Uh, so his ground game is what's going to do it for you. So you're relying on a lot. But you're getting him in the 8th to 10th round in that range. That's pretty good. He used to go as, you know, an RB2. Now he doesn't anymore. He's going as an RB4 or 5. I think that's a great value pick right there, especially that he's dominating touches in Eagles camp. And there's no, no one saying for sure that Miles Sanders is going to be the starting running back on this team. So you could have unbelievable value. I, I'll Hunt. tell you right now, he's not going to be the starting running back on this team. There you go. You heard it there first. Jim Day, fantasy football friends. Let's talk L.A. Rams, the team that, uh, you know, lost in the Super Bowl to the New England Patriots, which was an ugly, ugly Super Bowl. They went 13-3 and three last year. They got year. cheated. They got cheated. You think they got cheated? They got cheated. They played New England. Of course they got cheated. I'm not sure how <laughs> or why, but they did. They played New England. Somehow they got cheated. Yeah, well, listen, I mean. Absolutely. They got outcoached. I mean, they spiked the water boy, water boys cups or something. They did something. They cheated somehow. Well, the, maybe maybe they you know put put slower grass on one side of the field <laughs> than the other. I I don't know. Somewhere along the line, New England cheated. Well, one thing's for sure: Gurley did not come through the way Gurley was supposed to come through for this team in a huge situation, the biggest situation you could be in, which is the Super Bowl. And Goff looked totally confused and lost out there. And you know. I think they got out coached by uh, obviously the greatest coach 
the NFL has ever seen in uh, Bill Belichick. So, listen, uh, it is what it is. Rams looking to come back and make it, and they haven't really made two. Coaching-wise, obviously, the same. McVay's a great coach, and I, I'm on board with the McVay uh, bandwagon, but they lost C.J. Anderson, who, who came through at the end for them last season, uh, but they did draft Daryl Henderson to replace uh, Anderson, and you know a lot of people think he's going to get a lot of touches because of Gurley with his knee situation. We spoke about this. Uh, they lost... Defensive tackle, Namda Kong Su, which we knew was going to happen. Uh, a couple of offensive linemen in Saffield and Sullivan, the center and guard. They did get Weddle at safety. Eric Weddle, even though he's older now, he's a veteran presence in the secondary. Uh, Barron, they got Clay Matthews, a couple of veterans on defense. And they drafted Bobby Evans in the third round to replace uh, Saffield uh, on the line. Oh, wait, maybe, maybe I missed it, but I can't believe you, you just glanced right over the biggest signing that they had all offseason. Uh, maybe I missed it. What was it? They signed Blake Bortles, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Blake Bortles, the best <laughs> backup quarterback in the league. No, I, that, that's not true. Uh, don't, don't believe what I say right there. All right, we'll be right back. Fancy football friends, you're about to have to break. Jim Day, George Kirk, your boy, the closer, talking L.A. Rams. Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. 
Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Day Studios. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to PointsBet.com backslash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID, and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you bet the Carolina Panthers minus three, and they cover the spread by six points, you'll receive six times your stake. That's pointsbet.com backslash grid. Enter promo code GRID, and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. There you go, Jim Day Reads. Shout out. All right, back. Fantasy football frenzy. I want to get into the Rams here because uh, we got half a program left. We haven't started the fantasy impact of these players, and there's a lot of guys here to talk about. I do just want to touch on the O-line real quick. PFF, Pro Football Focus, has them ranked as 13th heading into 2019. They were fantastic last year against, you know, with run blocking, pass blocking. They were top five in both. Um, You know, just a great O-line. But they did, I don't agree with 13 really right now because I want to see it on the field. They did lose two out of their five starters, their guard and their center. Uh, They might be starting a rookie or Joseph Noteboom. Uh, Brian Allen now at center. Austin Blith is their right guard returning. You got, and obviously both tackles are very good. Uh, Two of the best right now in the league, Rob Havenstein and uh, Andrew Whitworth. So the O-line, yes, they might be able to pass block still like they did last year. I don't know if the run blocking will be the same. I'm not, I'm a little worried about the O-line, but we'll see what happens. I want to see that on the field. That's something where you got to see if the chemistry works out with this offensive line, especially if a rookie gets involved, like Bobby Evans, who they drafted uh, this year to replace Saffold. So... Let's talk about the, the good thing about Bobby Evans being the rookie, though, is he's he is working next to Andrew Whitworth. Yes, um, so he, he can make up for a lot of issues. Uh, he, he's absolutely one of the best left tackles in the game. So right, I right. got you. Definitely, you know, definitely want to see him in action and, and to see if they form that bond. But it does help when you have a guy like Whitworth right next to you. Yeah, absolutely. Like his growing pains won't be as bad as others because he'll have the help around, and I'm sure. They'll do a little rotation. Nopum will get there sometimes too. And, you know, uh, I'm sure they'll figure it out. I don't think it'll be a bad offensive line, but I don't think it'll be as good as last year. But let's move to the, uh, the engine, the heart 
of this team. Todd Gurley, which obviously is one of the most controversial fantasy figures out there right now with his knee issues, uh, his poor performances late last season, uh, and, you know, C.J. Anderson taking over. Now they drafted Daryl Henderson in the third round, uh, more of a explosive, smaller back who, you know, could slash and, and hit home runs. So let's talk about the situation. Todd Gurley, who's currently going as RB12, I believe. No, RB10, according to uh, ADP that we use in NFFC. Uh, and last year he ended as RB2, even with the poor performances at the end of last season. So, George, are you uh, in on, the, on Gurley where he's going currently? There is some value, I guess, to be had here because it is still Todd Gurley. Obviously, the volume will be lower and uh, the knees are concerned. Are you concerned about Gurley in 2019? Well, of course I'm concerned. I mean, I think it'd be foolish not to be concerned. The question is, how concerned are you and what do you think is going to happen here? Now, I may have a personal thing going with Gurley here because he's now screwed me in back-to-back seasons. You know, two years ago, I was playing against him in a couple of championships when he had those monster games during the fantasy playoffs. Of course, be a couple of leagues. Last year, I had him on a couple of teams, and of course, he disappeared during the fantasy playoffs. Once again, cost me a couple of leagues. So, uh, Gurley and I are definitely not on good terms here. <laughs> that, so, it comes down to how, how far down can you, do you want to drop him? Buckley, Elliott, McCaffrey, Kamara, Bell, Johnson... Those guys are easy takes over Gurley for me. I would take Gurley over Gordon right now, so I think Gordon's going to hold out to the regular season. So Gurley's in that mix with Mixon, Connor, Cook, maybe Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs around there. He's in that tier with me with all those guys. I think you have to be worried. I think the Rams have told you you should be worried. They're going to manage his workload. You know, they draft the running back in Henderson, which doesn't really bother me. You say all teams draft running backs, you need one. In this day and age, you generally need more than one. And they, But they re-signed Malcolm Brown, too. You know, that seems to be a lot of guys that they they, uh, they, they want to cover themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think they're worried as well. It's the manage the workload thing that, bar, that bothers me the much. Uh, they're not going to run him like they used to. It may be 20% less than what they used to. I don't think he'll be anywhere near as bad as last year. He was hurt last year. He's not hurt now. So I think he's fine going in, but he's not going to be that same guy who's going to touch the ball 25, 26 times a game. Maybe now it's 18 times a game. So that's enough for me to drop him down to second-round status. But uh, if, I, if I was playing in 12, 14 leagues and I had a chance to grab him in all those leagues, I would only probably grab him one or two. I would shy away from the others. I don't want to have too many shares. Yes. Great point. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, I'm drafting Gurley in the second round. If I see the values there and all those running backs you mentioned, I think the only w- the ones that I would actually take above Gurley, obviously Lev Bell. Uh, I think Mick... Uh, Mixon and Gurley, I think I would go Mixon above him. Uh, Connor, I don't know. It's tough for me in this area. Cook is one of the guys I would take over Gurley right now. But not too many after that. I'd still pull the trigger on a Gurley. But like you said, I think if you're managing, this is why you want to have multiple teams uh, in, in fantasy football. You're managing five teams. I want them in one, maybe two. And that's it. Because you don't want that. There's too much risk involved. Uh, but yeah, I agree with that. Gurley, I still think he's going to end up, even though the volume isn't going to be there, I think the efficiency, obviously, is still fantastic. Lash, the last few years, obviously, the touches aren't going to be around 300. He's been getting around 300 touches the last three seasons uh, in a row. There's a lot of touches, obviously. But he's still an efficient running back, averaging 4.9 last year per carry, 4.7 the year before, and also had 64 catches and 59 catches last year 
the guy also had 21 touchdowns last year, 19 the previous year. He's efficient, and he's got a nose for the end zone. He does everything well. Obviously, the knee's a concern, Jim, but I'm still drafting him in that area. I still think he could end up as a low-end RB1 when it's all said and done. I think he could still end up in the top five when all is said and done. Uh, look, I, I get it. I get all the arguments. There are definitely arguments, and there's definitely concern, no doubt. Uh, like George said, they brought back Malcolm Brown. They drafted Daryl Henderson. But, heck, if you were running this team and you knew that info about him, of course you're going to want to make sure you have guys to back him up. This yeah. is the NFL, dude. <laughs> you want to make sure you have some quality backups, no matter who it is, whatever it is. You know, heck, he, he Gurley could be the, the safest play in the world, and you still want to make sure you have somebody to back him up. So that kind of doesn't bother me. I like Daryl Henderson. I think he's an explosive back. I definitely think he's their back of the future. Uh, Malcolm Brown, I, I think he's just a good quality depth piece that they trust. They know he knows the offense, so that was a smart signing as well. But you know, look. Nobody worries about the fact that Ger that Alvin Kamara doesn't touch the ball 20 times a game. Look at the point points he puts up. You know, I see the same thing for Gurley. He's still going to get tons of opportunity at the goal line. He catches passes, you know, and he's still going to run for quite a few good games, no doubt in my mind. And to George's point where he thinks he's only, you know, averaging eight, 18 points, 18 touches a game, Again, if you go back, and I've said this before, and I'm going to keep saying until people actually realize it, five out of the last games that he played last year, five out of the last eight games he played last year, were all under 20 touches. They were the only ones he had all season that were under 20 touches, but five out of the last eight, he was under 20 touches. In that eight-game span, he was still averaging over 26 fantasy points a game in PPR leagues, and he was still the number two running back in the league with more than half of those games being under 20 touches. I don't see it as a big concern. If I can get him in the second, I'll take him. And I really don't care how many times I got him. And I have him a lot. Wow. Uh, and I'll keep taking him a lot. I don't, I don't care. I'm not worried about it. If it works out to not work for me, that's fine. I got plenty of depth. I'll deal with it. But I, I just think people are just getting way too crazy with this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you still want to draft this guy. It's not like the AJ. Like, AJ Green's a little bit different. He's hurt right now. Uh, you know, he's out six to eight weeks and it could be a lingering thing all season. Gurley is coming into the season healthy. He, he, yeah, has knee issues, obviously has mileage. He's still a young dude though. Still 25, 26 years old. Uh, you know, still a good running back, still efficient, still gets touchdowns. Okay. Gets a ton of touchdowns and he'll still do that. I think even with 18 touches is still a lot. That's still more than most running backs in the league. So, uh, Listen, I, I'm still on board with you with Gurley. I just don't... Listen, diversify your portfolio is one of the things you want to do anyway. I think with Gurley, a little bit more so. If you're all in on him like Jim Day, so be it. You know, go for it. He does have that upside where he could be the best player in fantasy football. So, you know, you take that risk. You want to take that risk. That's fine. Second round pick, I'm still cool with it. Middle second round, I'm cool with it. So, let's move on to these wide receivers real quick before we head to the break. There's the trio of wide receivers that we love. Uh, and they all have their own little thing. Brandon Cooks being the, the guy getting drafted, you know, before the other two right now. Actually, that's not true. Well, okay. I it's, guess close. It it's close. It's close. Yeah. yeah. They, all three of them are really close together in almost any ADP. Right. Right. Like right now I'm seeing he's wide receiver 16, Brandon Cooks, according to the ADP that, that we look at, right, Jim Day? And right behind him is uh, Robert Woods at 19. 
and then you got Cooper Cup at 22. They're all in the same range, right? Yeah. Now, Cooks, some might say, oh, listen, he, uh, you're taking him before the other two. Uh, the other two might be just as good, if not better, this season. Why, why not wait and take Cooper Cup or Robert Woods? And Robert Woods is as consistent as they come, but so is Cooks. Cooks has been one of the most consistent wide receivers. He stays healthy. There's no real concerns with Brandon Cooks, and he's going in that late third. Uh, he's going in, uh, yeah, the third, sometimes even lingering to the fourth round. Uh, and this is a possible wide receiver one up there. You know what I mean? He, he could be a wide receiver one, even though last year he ended as a wide receiver 16. So he was a wide receiver two. But we'll get into it. I'll ask these guys. I'll ask George. I'll ask Jim. We'll talk about all these wide receivers, especially Cooper Cup, who's coming back from a major injury last season. There you have it. Fantasy Football Frenzy talking LA Rams. Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer, Chris Venture. We'll be right back, baby. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? 
car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow, the number 100.com. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy. It is Monday, July 29th. Welcome to Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan. Talking LA Rams. Talking NFC West. We we broke down uh, Gurley. Uh, Errol Henderson, obviously the backup. We'll get into his ADP too. But I want to talk about these, this trio of wide receivers, which are an intriguing bunch. Uh, last season, obviously... You know, Cooks and Woods got it done. They both ended up... I mean, Woods ended up as a wide, as wide receiver 10 on the season in PPR formats. So he was, a, he was a wide receiver 1 by season's end. And he's a model of consistency, uh, a reliable, great hands wide receiver, runs a lot of good routes. Cooks also has been a model of consistency. And last year, you know, 117 targets. He obviously got it done. Robert Woods... Also, had, he had a big jump up from his pre, you know, previous seasons to 130 targets last year. Had the most receptions of his career, 86. Uh, killed it in yardage as well. I mean, both these guys, I think you can't go wrong with taking either one in the area they're going. They're going in pretty much the same area in that third, four, fourth round. Sometimes fifth uh, Woods or Cooper Cup you could get in the fifth, sixth. They're all in that similar air range. George, what do you think? Uh, are you willing to go after one of these guys? Or would you maybe wait for Cooper Cup, wait a round or so, grab Cooper Cup? Because he was the guy, probably the best of the bunch, through the first five weeks. How about this? Through the first five weeks of the season last season, Cooper Cup was wide receiver four in PPR formats. He was wide receiver four through the first five weeks. He had six touchdowns. And he played eight weeks, but one of those weeks was a complete dud because he got hurt and he basically had one target and didn't do anything. So he really played seven. Uh, and he ended up still as wide receiver 47 at the end of the year, missing all that time. So, George, what do you think about the, this trio of wide receivers? Well, for me, I, I, I play it somewhere in the middle here. I'm not going to have too many shares of Cooks because I'm not going to pay that price because I do think it is all sort of a uh, where they all split it. You, know, you don't know which one's going to have the big game that week. I have a lot of shares of Robert Woods, mainly because I'm more of a conservative owner, and I seem to get the guy who's the most consistent. And I like what he brings to the table. He may not have many big weeks, but he's consistent week in, week out. I know what he's going to do. Cooper Cup suffered the uh, the injury last year. You're going to have a tough time convincing me he's full, 100%. I think he can play, no doubt about it. But that uh, he's really back, back to normal, back to the Cooper Cup he was. I'm not so sure he'll be that way until next season. Generally, with that injury, it does take two years before you feel uh, 100% normal there. So I'm going to have probably limited shares of him for that reason because they're all going. I mean, every draft I've been in, Cooks is going first, and then Woods, Cup, they, uh, they seem to be interchangeable uh, as far as where they're going. But uh, like I said, I'm a conservative guy. That's why I don't take too many chances. I'm not going to have Gurley on too many teams. I'm not going to take too many risks early in my draft. I just don't do it. I don't feel the need to. And if I was to draft someone like Gurley, it would automatically mean I'm not drafting someone like A.J. Green later because I don't want to have two guys I have to worry about injuries. It's just right. the way I am. He cups sort of, he's not in that class because I don't consider him injury prone. It's just that he's coming back off an injury, and I don't know if he's going to be that same player 
Not right away. Maybe it's halfway through the season before he gets up the ball here. That sort of thing. I'd rather have Robert Woods. I have quite a few shares of him. Yeah. Understood. I mean, listen, Robert Woods is, is the guy that, you know, Goff is going to go to no matter what, week in and week out. Whereas Cooks and Cup, like you said, you know, who's going to have the big week? You're kind of flipping a coin sometimes. Could be Cooks, could be Cup. But you know Woods is going to give you that consistency. Jim, how do you feel about this group? I think they're the most talented trio of wide receivers in the league. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to me, there's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, you talk about consistency. I mean, Brandon Cooks has been one of the most consistent receivers in the league. Um, you know, outside of his rookie season, he's always been over 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's averaging right, right about seven touchdowns a year. Uh, you know, I mean, you can't really ask for too much more consistency than that. 80 catches. I like Robert Woods as well. Yeah, I like Robert Woods as well because they also try and slip him in every once in a while in the running scheme, which I like. Um, you know, look, I think all three of these guys are going to be good. I would be more worried about Cooper Cup if he had started training camp on the pup list. But he didn't. The fact that he didn't, yep. um, I think, says a lot about how far he is. Yet, I don't, you know, I, I get the hesitation that maybe it's halfway in the season. I, I just think he's going to be up and going a lot sooner than that than people realize. And, Again, I, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just the faith I have in, in the medical science that they've just been killing it at lately and how fast we're seeing these guys come back. But on the other hand, we're seeing them come back fast because of the good medical, but then they end up with soft tissue injuries. So it's really hard to say which way it works best, I guess. Mm. Yeah, no, understandable. Listen, it's tough, these these three wide receivers, but I'm with you. I, I'm more willing to take the chance on Cup. Then I am uh, A.J. Green right now. Uh, listen, he's coming in. He avoided the pup. He, uh, you know, obviously it's an ACL tear. It's worrisome. But like, like you said, a lot of players have been coming back from the ACL tear, and they've been just fine. Uh, I think he'll be just fine. What I like about Cup is that he's also the biggest of these three wide receivers. He's 6'2", 208. The other two are below. I believe uh, Woods is like 6 feet, 6'1", six, and, uh, you know, Cooks is like 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, so... And he's the speed demon, Cook. So I like Cup. I think that the touchdowns will be there for Cup. I think he'll be a big red zone target through the air because, listen, Goff is probably going to throw, you know, last year through 32 touchdowns, I believe. I'm thinking similar numbers, 27 to 30 touchdowns, maybe more than 30 touchdowns for Goff this year. It's got to go to someone. Uh, and obviously these trio wide receivers are going to get the bulk of it. And I think Cup will end up with the most if he could stay on the field all 16 games. And I think he will. I'm, I'm confident in his ability. I think Cup uh, is a good buy right now at, at the value. Uh, I think he'll get a lot of red zone targets. So, but Woods, can't go wrong with him. Can't go wrong with Cooks. I think the trio wide receivers, you take them in the rounds they're going right now, I think you'll be fine. Uh, so there you have it for the, for the Los Angeles Rams. Wide receivers, they've been there for a while. They've been getting it done with golf. There's really not too much to worry about besides Cup's injury. Let's move to the quarterback himself, Jared Goff, getting no love. In 2019, he ended up as QB7, I believe, last year when it was all said and done. The guy threw for 4,700 yards, basically. 32 touchdowns, 12 picks. He had the highest completion percentage of, of his career at 64-plus percentage. Uh, so it's only going up. He's in a great system with Sean McVay. Some may say he's a system quarterback. Some may say he's a bus driver. Shout out to the exec. Um, and I could see that a little bit. You saw that in the Super Bowl. But... We're talking fantasy here. We're not talking real life football. We're talking a team that's built perfectly, uh, and I think I hate the whole whole excuse of he's a system. Anything is a joke. 
So what? He's playing in that he's playing system. playing great. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Yeah. You know, oh, he's in a system. So what? Tom Brady's in the system. How many freaking Super Bowls does he want? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I hate that excuse. That. that excuse that whenever Corey said it, he used to make me nuts. I, I, that's such a bullshit answer. <laughs> he's a bus driver. I think he said it also more often than not because just to get on you a little bit too and get on your nerves. But no, I mean, he believed that too. And I could see that. You, could, you saw that in the playoffs at times last year. But like we said, the regular season last year, 32 touchdowns, 12 picks. The year before that, 28 touchdowns, 7 picks. He's, a, he's getting it done. He was efficient. Last year threw for almost 5,000 yards. And the attempts are what you want to see from a fantasy quarterback. 561, 560 attempts last year. Uh, that's good. But right now he's going as QB 12. He's the last QB 1 on the board, according to the ADP. So, George, what do you think? Jared Goff, are you uh, comfortable? Because you like to wait on quarterbacks. He is, according to the ADP, uh, NFFC that we're looking at right now, he's QB 12. He's the last one on the board. Are you willing to pull the trigger on Goff in like the uh, uh, you know, 12th round, something like that? He's not a QB 1 for me. Goff, I mean, when we say system quarterback, I never really think that's a negative thing. I think most quarterbacks are system quarterbacks. It's a system you're playing in. <laughs> Maybe someone like Brett Favre wasn't a system quarterback because he's making shit up as he goes along. And Aaron Rodgers almost the same way. Doesn't like his, didn't like the old head coach. He made up his own place. That's not a system quarterback. But everybody else plays in a system. Goff reminds me of Troy Aikman. And the fact that, not really Aikman, but the system they play in where they're not designed to throw touchdown passes. They're designed to get the ball close and then let Gurley run it in. Mm-hmm. That's what Aikman and Cowboys were designed to do. Get the ball close, let Emmett Smith run it in. That was the system there. You know, that's what they wanted to do, use that offensive line. So that's what bothers me about uh, Goff. Not really him, it's just that I don't think that game plan is designed for him to throw the ball to the end zone all that much. That being said, I, don't, I, said, I would have him as a very high-end quarterback too. But I think if it came down to where I was going to draft Goff, and you mentioned he's around that number 12 range, I would probably go with the guy with more upside. And the guy I keep looking at is Lamar Jackson over and over again. That if I'm going to go with the upside, why not go with someone like Lamar over Goff? And I like it's not a negative on Goff, but when you think about Lamar Jackson in fantasy terms, yes. he rushes for 50, 60 yards a game, that's six points. He throws for 175 yards, which is nothing, but it's Lamar Jackson, that's seven points. One touchdown pass. Now I'm up to 17 points, and he's done nothing. Nothing. If you run, I'm not even saying he runs for in Lamar a touchdown. Jackson. Right, and he's done nothing. And I, got, I now have 20 touchdowns. And I have 20 fantasy points, and he's done nothing. Yeah. What if he? What if he's better than that? Right. Yeah, there's so much upside there. I'd rather go with Lamar Jackson, and you can always put Kyler Murray in the same conversation as well. It's not against Goff. You know, I think he's a very good NFL quarterback, but there's I don't see lot. enough upside there for yeah. a fantasy. Just not for fantasy. I understand. Listen, there's a lot of quarterbacks out there, and that too. that's the problem. He kind of falls out for a lot of people in that top twelve because you got a lot of these upside guys like Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. See the theme here? There's a, there's a theme here. The, they the, all the run. The theme is you guys they are all run. freaking nuts. Go ahead, Jim. Tell young, me. Oh, come on. You give me Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, you're going to put them ahead of Jared Goff. You're freaking nuts. I'm sorry. You're nuts. It First of all, Josh running, Allen, quarterbacks, running quarterbacks <laughs> get themselves beat up to, like crazy. Defenses learn their tendencies and take it away. Um, you know, I, uh, just, I can't see it, guys. Lamar Jackson is going to have a tough year because defense is going to stop or uh, not going to stop him. He's a great runner. I, I'm not going to say they're going to stop him. I actually have him uh, set up in my my projections as 900 yards rushing, so they're not going to stop him. Mike Vick style. But the fact Jesus. of the matter is, you know, he's probably going to throw for 2,500 yards at the most. 
You're probably looking at a guy who's probably going to throw 12, 13, 14 touchdowns at the most. He's probably going to throw close to that in interceptions. I, I just, I don't see it, guys. I just, man, maybe it's just me because a lot of people around these young runners, um, I'm not going to include Kyler Murray in there because man could throw right. something the other two got can't a missile. do. <laughs> oh, Josh Allen's um, so got I'm a cannon. No, no, Josh Allen can throw a deep ball like nobody's business. And maybe with John Brown there, maybe the two, you know, we're already hearing they're seeming to be connecting, and I get that. But, man, it you know, those short passes for him are tough. The intermediate are really tough. Mm -hmm. And Lamar Jackson, same way. Now, maybe they go to a very short passing game with, a you know, an A dot of 2.0, and that maybe works into Lamar Jackson's favor. But there's no way I'm going to put that, those guys over a guy like Goff, who's got three great receivers. They run 11 personnel more than anybody else in the league, which means those three receivers are on the field all the time. I, I just can't do it. I'm going to take a passer over a runner every day. Well, so, okay, so I understand your point of view, and I agree in some sense. So I think, listen, Goff, and even now with Gurley obviously possibly getting less volume this season, more passing up, uh, you know, more attempts for Goff is even better for fantasy, and he got it done last year. Whereas Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, these guys, I agree 100%. I would not, this is why you have to take two quarterbacks in fantasy. I think it's okay to take the thrower, the safer, Drew Brees, Jared Goff type quarterback and pair it with the Kyla Murray, uh, God, Lamar like Jackson, that. Josh Allen. That That's I like a great to do. That's strategy. I love that. That's strategy. the best strategy, I think, because now you got your runner. But you don't have the risk because the runners are going to get hurt. Lamar Jackson, chances are he's going to get himself cracked out there more than a couple of times. And you just got to hope he's going to stay on the field. I understand that. But they, they're great fantasy upside because they are runners. So you want a piece of that. So grab a piece of that. Sure, why not? But also grab the guys that are going to throw for a lot and are going to be safer bets to stay on the field. The Drew Breeses, the Jared Goffs, and those guys. And you got a beautiful path of fantasy. And I think Goff is still a, Q, a borderline QB1. Those numbers are impressive last year. Take a look. Uh, you know, uh, he's not just a bus driver. I'll have to say right now. But I'm with you a little bit, then, Jim, there. All right, so there you have it. That's the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, you know, I want to talk about a little bit of Daryl Henderson, too, but we couldn't. That's Fantasy Football Frenzy on Monday, July 29th. For Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the close of Chris Venture. See you tomorrow. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. 
when you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible, but since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up, and the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com The morning after I don't know what the hashtag is but there's a bunch of people out there saying you know you're a loser if you're an adult and you know you're going to Disneyland or Disney World and you don't have kids and I'm thinking you know who's a bigger loser than um, adults without kids that go to Disneyland? Loser adults who sit on their couch and tell other people what to do with their money and how to spend their time. Weekdays 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. I'm gonna miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. I spoke to Frank Stampful upstairs. Shout out to the BFFs. He said he's seen him going in the sixth round a lot. Are you willing to pull the trigger on AJ Green in the sixth round if, you know, he's got this knee, I mean, this ankle issue lingering all season? Well, here's the problem with AJ Green. Uh, now, Cam and I discussed this yesterday before we found out that he has torn ligaments there, which changes things. Yeah, I know a, a sprain is always a tear. It's just the definition of a tear. But his tear is bad. Now, even if everything goes perfectly, you know, six to eight weeks, let's say you just cut it down the middle at seven weeks. You do the math, that's right around week one, but he probably misses week one, so he's back for week two. Does anyone seriously think he's not going to miss any more time? Right. He's not going to suffer another injury at some point during the season? So that's my issue. You know, it's like, oh, he'll miss week one, then he'll play the next 15 games. You know, no. The only thing here is I think people are not realizing that this isn't the same foot he hurt last year. If it was the same foot he hurt last year, I would think more along the lines you are. But since it's the other foot, you know, it just twisted it and just twisted it. Ankle injuries don't heal. They don't, I've torn ligaments in both ankles. They do not heal. And they, and anything, when you feel great, it's so much easier. How long ago did you break break the, uh, the, the ankles. How long ago did you tear, tear the ligaments? I have torn ligaments Seriously. in both ankles. I have torn... How long ago was it? If you let me answer, Jim, you keep interrupting. Well, you're, you're not answering. Talk. You don't keep... You just, <laughs> you keep just going, uh, there uh, looking. Uh, then you got to say something. you got to let people talk, man. And we'll answer the questions. <laughs> Here we go. I've torn... No, you, you again, I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to answer again and you're talking. Do you want the answer or no? I want the answer. <laughs> Okay, right ankle I tore about 15 years ago. Left ankle I've torn twice, once within the past five years, once about 20 years ago. Right knee I tore about eight years ago. I know about tears. And I've done it a lot, playing hockey, football. Uh, hockey and football is where I've done it. Uh, but they don't heal. I wouldn't heal. draft you in fantasy and football. God damn, you're an injury bug. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't draft me either. I've had more injuries than that, too. Uh, <laughs> I, 
uh, bottom line is you'll feel better, but it's easier to tear them again. In football, he's always going to go up the passes. He's always going to land not necessarily on solid footing. Which is what happened here in, during the injury landing. What Drake or Patrick pushed him a little bit, might have landed on another ankle, and that's what uh, what turned here. So you're gonna have a hard time convincing me that he can stay healthy for 15 games, assuming he plays week two, which is also a big assumption. Maybe he can't play to week three. Maybe he can't play to week four. Right. You know. So um, there'll be there'll come a time where he has value where I would take him. But I, I don't think he's a wide receiver two anymore. I have in the wide receiver three category. I mean, I would Godwin is an easy choice for me over him. You know, I'm looking at rankings now, not my rankings, but other rankings. Right, where ESPN they moved him down, but they still have him above Godwin, above Lockett, above Mike Williams. I'll take any of those guys above him. And I think it's an easy choice for me. They're healthy going into week one as of right now. Couldn't catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to download our podcast at the FNTSY Sports Network Audio Boom channel. Oh, super. 